Jared, great to have you with us another week here on 97 won the ticket. And um, I know you guys are, are pros and are, are, have said a lot of the, the win over Kansas city is it's just one of 17 and focus, move on to the next one. But in some ways, did the Kansas city game for, even for you guys kind of validate what you su- suspected that this team was for real? Yeah, you know, I thought Dan said it perfectly of like, you know, he wasn't, he didn't learn anything. He was just, you know, validated of what we already knew of, of what we can do and what we're capable of. And um, I think, yeah, it's it's, a, it's one of 17, but it is a road win against, you know, a good team in a hostile environment. And those ones are always harder to get. So um, we're happy we got it, but now we're on to the next. You know, a couple of monster games in your last two games. Can you kind of compare the atmosphere afterwards between last year's finale hit Green Bay and then the game at Kansas City, what it was like afterwards? Um, yeah, last year was definitely a little bit different with the finality of it. Um, it, it the, the atmosphere in game, honestly, was very similar. Uh, they both kind of felt playoff like in game, but you know, afterwards we were, you know, kind of happy to finish on a high note last year and, and this year just, you know, happy to get our first one of the year. So different afterwards, but during the game, I thought it felt very similar. Jared, you're not a guy that will spend a whole lot of time patting yourself on the back, but there's so much nuance to playing the position that you play from making the right read or the pre-snap adjustment or whatever it is. What is a play in that game that you're particularly proud of where you're like, God, we really nailed that one, and you're happy with the job that you did on that play? <laughs> uh, good question. Um, you know, there was, a, there was I don't know what down it was on, but I threw it to Laporta to my left for like, I don't know, 16, 17 yards. Uh, he, he was coming underneath, and um, they just they made us hot on a blitz. It's, you know, when we, we don't have enough to protect it, and I was able to drift left away from the the brusher. Um, and if you really watch it, Jonah uh, did kind of a crazy hell of a job by a guard to pop back and be able to block that last rusher there, and um, was able to slide left and get to Sam. Um, and, and you know, it is ho hum in, in the mix of a game, but right. uh, that's you know an explosive game for us on, on something that isn't always that way. So. Um, was proud of how I, I executed and how our whole offense really executed that play and being able to make a you know kind of ho hum first or second down play into kind of a big game for us. How how fun was it too for you guys to be able to salt away a game at the end on the ground? You did it against Green Bay and you did it in this one where you just basically didn't give the ball back to a very dangerous quarterback on the other side. Yeah, that's what that's what good teams do, and and we're becoming that. And, um, anytime you can finish with the ball in your hands, that's how, that's how you want to do it. And um, we can run the ball. We can get behind those big fellows up front and, and finish games. And uh, yeah, we, we want the ball in our hands in those situations to be able to finish it out. And um, we've been pretty successful at that, but you know, got to keep doing it the right way and um, try to finish more games like that. When you come off to the, uh, to the sideline, don't convert on third down. It goes to fourth down punt team gets out there. Are you aware that the the fake punt has been called. I mean, do you, do you hear that in, in, in the headset on your phone on your on your helmet? Or have you taken the helmet off? You're already worried about the next uh, series. You're not you're not even looking at the punt, or do you know it? And what's it like for you on the side? Um, you know, sometimes I do, and sometimes I don't. That one I, d- I did not know. Um, so yeah, kind of hear the crowd. You look up. You realize you got the first down. You you run back out there. We're going. Um, but yeah, sometimes sometimes you do, and sometimes you don't. And, and that one I was I was unaware. You get an extra spring in your step when you see they're like, all right, okay, here we go. Who knew? All right. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, you're, you get a little new life, and it, and it shoots a little adrenaline into you and um, certainly proved dividends in that drive for us. Sure did. It seemed like uh, the offense woke up after that call, as Gator said. Um, all right, so the fourth and two, people want to ask, us, uh, ask you about one of the great things is you bring the perspective of the position that got batted down late. When you look back at that, did you see the field opened up and that you maybe could have run for the first down there? 
No, I didn't see it. No? No, it's... Uh, yeah. Who asked that question? It was a listener, actually, that wanted to Of course to it was. Yeah. Of course it was. You know? <laughs> uh, you know, we had a great play call on, I thought. And, um, yeah, if I if I had eyes everywhere, if I had four eyes, yeah, I might be able to see that. But uh, I was trying to find a completion and um, think I would have had one if, if it didn't get batted down. But, uh, yeah, it, it, you know, in hindsight, yeah, if I could have been clairvoyant and know that a lane was going to open up to my left, then, yeah, I would have I would have done that. But, unfortunately... Um, I'm not a I'm not a future teller, so I got to play the play as it comes to me. Yeah, Sam Laporta, you mentioned him already, but for a rookie tight end to have five targets, five completions in a game, what does that say about him? Yeah, we trust him. We trust him. I really trust him. He's done a great job all the way since he since when he got drafted of um, learning the offense and and becoming trustworthy, becoming reliable, and um, doing the right thing over and over again. And I, I think I've seen him get so much better every single day on the practice field through training camp, obviously in that game and. Um, the biggest thing that I thought was was awesome was was him and Gibbs, at least from my perspective. I know Branch and Campbell in their own way on defense too, but him and Gibbs did not flinch at all. They were in there ready to go. It wasn't like it was a, a first game for them, first game jitters or anything like that. They were they were ready to go and, and did a great job stepping up for us when we needed them. I think the best thing to come out of last week, aside from the win, of course, was that there appears that there's still plenty of room to improve. What's the biggest thing that you think the offense has to address this week in practice and getting ready for Seattle? Yeah, you know, some some of the operational stuff I didn't think was our best, um, and, that, and that comes a lot back to me of just getting in and out of the huddle and getting up and not, you know, not snapping it off of the off of the tight end there, and and you know, some of, some of the just procedure stuff was not great. Now that that is, you know, a credit to the to the atmosphere we were in, and, and should have a little bit less of that problem at home. But at the same time, it's just you know overall who we are and what we want to be. So make sure we're cleaning up the pre snap stuff and. And then, yeah, post-snap, just ma- making sure we're doing our stuff and staying on our assignments and, um, you know, be- being clean in that way, too. You're going to see a pretty desperate team after giving up 334 yards in the opener through the air. Um, but, I, I'm, you know, they've, they've had your guys' number the last couple of years. What do you see when you see Seattle's defense? Yeah, they're good. They're extremely talented. Um, they're very fast and very long. Uh, I think Diggs is one of the most underrated guys in the league. I think he's a top safety in the league. Um, obviously having Bobby back there gives them another little, you know, uh, bolt of energy there in the middle, but yeah, they're, they're good. They're good on defense and, um, I'm sure they'll be, they'll be really uh, motivated to get this win as, as are we, we, we're equally motivated and uh, need to come out there with the, the equal juice that they'll have. Yeah. How much have you guys talked about that? I mean, two, two seasons in a row, 99 points. It's unbelievable that, you know, a team can score 99 points in two games, let alone against the same opponent. But what have you guys been talking about? Yeah, we haven't really talked about that as much as just, you know, we've lost the last two to them um, and, and, and owe them one. Um, you know, so, yeah, I know they'll be motivated because they're 0-1, and we've got reasons we'll be motivated as well to, to get this win. And, and not only that it's our first home game and all that surrounds that, but then to be 2-0. and But, yeah, we're playing a team that's taken care of us the last couple of years, and, and, and we need to go do our thing uh, this Sunday. What do you expect Ford Field to be like? <laughs> pretty fun. Pretty pretty fun, pretty exciting. Um you know, I, I, I don't. I, I think it'll probably be one of our best home atmospheres we've had since I've been here. Um, but yeah, it's going to be really fun. We're excited to see them and um, hear them when we're on defense, and and hear them get excited when we score touchdowns. It's a lot of fun to play in front of those fans, and uh, we're very thankful for them. And I can't wait to can't wait to be in front of them. So we're watching the game last week where Dan Campbell's coming off the field, and we can hear that his voice is like almost totally shot. And it's <laughs> it's. I got to imagine that for you as players. And you're trying to hear it over the din of the crowd that you got to be saying to yourself, this guy's going to lose his voice completely. We're not going to be able to hear Dan talk for the rest of the year. Yeah. 
yeah, no, he goes he goes hard on game day. Um, but yeah, we need we need to be able to hear him and um, need to make sure his voice is intact. I think it'll be a little bit easier at home, like I mentioned. But you know, at the same time, he's we got a long season, so got to make sure his voice is rested for us. One of my favorite parts of the game is at the end of the game, and every game, not just what happened last week, but when players come to the midfield and they start shaking hands, hugging each other, and talking. What does Patrick Mahomes say to you after the game last week? And which visiting player do you most look forward to talking with after you've won a game? Man, uh, well, well, the quarterback thing is just like a you know good game, good luck, man, stay healthy. It's never really typically anything more than that, and that's all it was with Patrick. And um, guys, I look forward to man any former teammates. You know, it's always fun to see guys that I played with in LA or guys that I played with here in Detroit that have, that have moved on and. Um, yeah, that's that's always the, my favorite is being able to just connect with them quickly and you know maybe ask how they're doing, how their how their kids are, or stuff like that. Um, is always fun. Final thing, uh, Aaron Rodgers is the news in the NFL and the four plays and the the Achilles. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that or have have given it much thought or if you're just in your own world. But what do you what do you make of the Aaron Rodgers injury? Yeah, it sucks. It's it's horrible. Um, you know, you never wish anything like that to happen to anybody. And, Certainly not a guy that plays the same position as me, and um, you know, guy that yeah, I've, I've watched my whole life, and I am a fan of, and it's it's, it's horrible. Uh, it sucks for him, it sucks for their team, but um, unfortunately, injuries happen, and you got to move on. But yeah, I feel for him, and, uh, and and feel for you know what what was supposed to be a fun year for him, and unfortunately, cut short. Uh, lastly, Jared, the we we got to see the commercial with the uh, the Manning oh cast, God. and all the the players and coaches were part of that. You kick it off, and and I said to Doug, I, I thought you were absolutely comedically brilliant the way that you delivered the line. It's a simple line, but it was, it was awesome. How did this all come about? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I got a lot of comments on that. Um, it was filmed uh, at the Pro Bowl, so they kind of just grabbed us and brought us into a room and fed us lines. I did not come up with my own line, but they 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 fed us lines, and um, yeah, they, they, I, we all said a lot more than they showed, but they kind of just picked and chose uh, the ones they liked and put them in there. And yeah, I was, I was honored to kick it off and uh, be the, be the first uh, interviewee for the, for the Manning cast. We thought you and, and Pat McAfee were the best actors out of everybody on there. <laughs> you really did oh, a nice you. job. Yeah. yeah. I've really been working on it in the off season. So, you know, maybe one day. <laughs> Jared Goff, thanks for your time. Good luck. We'll talk next week. All right, guys. Appreciate it. There thanks, he Jared. is Detroit Lions quarterback, Jared Goff, a weekly conversation here on 97.1, the ticket.